Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jim Pete here. His regular Thursday appearance throughout the Wolves season, the occasional summer appearance. Like all of our guests, Jim is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. How are you, sir? Good. We ch- yeah, good. We're we're in Portland. I played golf yesterday at Pumpkin Ridge. Oh, it was a little wet. It was a little wet at Pumpkin Ridge. Have you played Pumpkin Ridge? Did you ever play here when you? Yes. Made your mm-hmm. travels. Yes, uh, they have two I courses. Think you played here right? with Sam Mitchell and Kevin McHale, didn't you? Um, I played. Well, God knows how many rounds of golf I played with McHale. Probably a hundred. Sam, fifteen twenty. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I. I, I think I played there uh, solo. I might have played there even pre-Jim Pete. Yeah. Were yeah, you dialed in? Did you look like Tiger Woods in 2000? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> it was wet. It was like, it was one of those, like, kind of like, and then it started raining on hole 16. So, I mean, like, it was, you know, we, we got, soft. I was, Sounds I was like you're happy soft. that we were able to, I was, I was happy we were able to get through 16 hole or 15 holes anyway, before the rain oh, came. Oh, so you left. Once it started raining, no, you no, just I walked away. No, I played the last three. I played. I I I half-heartedly played oh. the last three holes. Yeah, no, it's not. I wonder China's you know, past us. I mean, no, I, you know what though? The other the other thing too is that you know we were playing for fun, kind of. We were playing with our stage manager Harry, and I was playing with Kyle Tige, who's a great guy. He lives here in Portland, but. We weren't playing for money or anything, so I wasn't as locked in as I normally be. If I was playing you, for instance, for money, I would have been way more locked in than that. <laughs> like we play for a lot of money, you know. I mean, well, I don't care. I mean, it's, just, it's more bragging rights, but it's it's it, we yeah. play for something. We don't ever play for nothing. Yes, no, no. Every time, there's got to be a reason to play. You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I might even know a guy who's playing later today. I don't know. Just hypothetically, there might be a guy. Who might be, <laughs> yeah, I bet. Just hypothetically, <laughs> I saw you in L.A. Uh, Clippers see, yeah. and Wolves saw mm-hmm. uh, a few mm-hmm. others who I haven't seen in a long time, including our guy JR. It was great. Uh, I, I want to talk about your that. Social director. I was your social director that, that We're night. good. You were very good. You were pointing out yeah. various people I needed to talk to and hang out with, and yep. Kilborn yep. and yep. others. It was, it yep. was a Billy Duffy. It was, uh, it was excellent. And I will encourage people again. It's uh, just Kathleen took just such a great picture, you and Q. Uh, when you were very, very kind to come up to the, come up in the stands and see us, and uh, just uh, I love that picture. It's uh, on Twitter at Chad Hartman Show. So 
Let's get to the second half of the game. I know the Wolves played the next night, and Ant went off, and they they beat Portland in a kind of a classic trap game. But, yep. Jim, they, I'd say until it got to garbage time, maybe the last four or five minutes, those 18, 19 minutes that the Wolves played in the second half, I think as good of an 18, 19 minutes as any team has played in the NBA this year. To take on the Clippers, who've had the best record in the league for, what, about two months now, to play yeah. them in L.A., packed building, but by the way, a lot of Wolves fans there. I mean, it called a lot of games in that building. That's about as many Wolves fans as I can remember. And to do it both ends, Jim, the, the, the defense that Gobert was providing, McDaniels, and then offensively, it was like take your pick. For a while it was Ant, then it was Cat on the on the dribble drive where guys were just too small. That was as good as they've looked all year, right? They outscored 40 to 19 yeah. <laughs> in the third I quarter. Mean, seriously. I mean, and yeah, into the so third quarter, into the fourth, too. Yeah, they put they put a clinic on in the third quarter. Um, they outshot them, I mean, 63% to 35%. Um, you know, they they hold the Clippers in the game to you know forty point five percent shooting, and and they would have they were sub they were sub forty percent before uh, the the you know garbage time started. Um, Clippers garbage time guys like ended up making it look look a little bit more decent than it was. Yep. But because <laughs> they were they weren't going to get to a hundred points, they got to a hundred points exactly at the very end. So yeah, I mean it was it was it was a very professional sort of a dismantling of a very good team who was playing great at the time. And so it's a whole Kawhi Leonard again. I'm like, you know, they've, they've held their big three in two games now, both at target center here. And then it's been at uh, crypto. Um, and so, you know, I think you can kind of make a, an assertion, maybe that, you know, that, that really, that Minnesota does match up well with them. Like, I don't know what kind of team I really fear. I think that, um, you know, obviously the OKC Thunder have given us a little. They've beaten us twice this year. Um, strong physical teams can give us a problem. Um, I think when you look at the at the standings, I mean, like I, I, the team I'm probably most fearful of is Phoenix, and then like the Pelicans have also kind of had our number two. Like Zion, we just don't have a matchup for Zion. Chad, you've seen those games against Zion Williamson. Yeah. <laughs> he he looks he looks like a different player. Like he licks his chops when he sees the Timberwolves. And so, well, I think he licks his chops anytime food is nearby. Um, <laughs> he, you're right, though, because I I watch him against other teams, and he's in and out. But the way he's played the last two years against the Wolves, he lives up to all the hype. And if you just see him play against the Wolves, you're like, absolutely, this guy was the number one overall draft choice. And he's one of the ten to fifteen best players in the game. It's you're right because you think the Clippers when they go small and they spread out, go bare and towns that would hurt them, but no. I mean Rudy, Rudy's defense that night was just fantastic, and I mean Westbrook had multiple cheap shots on on Gobert, and Gobert was ticked and was talking to the refs about it, but he just punished those guys. Then. There have been a few games where a few of the teams get every bit as physical against the Wolves. I, I think to me, Jim, it points out the Wolves' versatility, you know, and how they really can't 
because they can play a bunch of ways. Big is the main way, but they can play other ways. So they have an awful lot of adaptability right now, and that's that's credit Conley for putting the team together. Credit to Gerson Rosas before, and also the way uh, Finch is coaching these guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can play a, a bunch of different ways. Um, I think that one of the things that we saw against Chicago was that, you know, we were kind of, I was, I was surprised that they started, you know, Andre Drummond in that game, that they matched up with us yeah. because actually Rudy was, um, was going to match up with Tamar DeRozan. That was, they were going to put him on Tamar because Tamar's a mid range maven and like, you know, he's not really a three point shooter. So, um, you know, Rudy was going to, but then when they started, Deion, uh, uh, Andre Drummond, like I just like it, and Drummond like was the key factor in that game. Like he oh, yeah. beat Rudy up a bunch in that he game. He outplayed so, Rudy. Yep. And so and so and so like like when Rudy plays against those big, strong, physical guys, like you know, like Sabonis too. Like Sabonis is a guy that can get into Rudy a little bit, and he he can be physical with Rudy and kind of get get into his body. And 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 so Zion is another one of those guys that can do that to him. So. So that's why I say, like, for me, like, because all the three-point shooting that, that New Orleans has and, and the way that they can play fast, um, and then they got they have really good guard play, they just can – they can fill it up, you know. So, like, that's a, that's a match. So, I'm – Phoenix and, and New Orleans are in some ways um, the biggest concern. I think we match up pretty well with Denver. I think we match up pretty well with the Clippers because, um, you know, size matters. You put – um, Rudy on a lot of these non-shooters out there, and it's a game changer. So, yeah, I, I think Finchie's done a great job coaching these guys up. And and so, Chad, now they're playing better, too. Um, you think about fourth-quarter problems, and it's it's kind of a – Finch kind of laughs it off a little bit. But I noticed this um, when we were in Milwaukee. And so I get into the arena, and I look at where we're shooting. And typically, the Timberwolves shoot on their bench end. Um, and they so their their offense is in front of their bench to start the game, and their and their defense mm-hmm. is in front of their bench in the second half. And Rudy has been wanting Finch to change that up. He's been wanting to switch ends because it's what they did in Utah. And you know, Pop used to do that too, Chad. If you remember, like you know, Pop has yeah. done that for years. Where you know we come. This to is Green a big flip San, thing too. San flip would always talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. San Antonio Constantly. would warm up on our bench end all the time. Yes. But so what's happened though is now Minnesota they've scored 120 points, you know, in the last four games and in the last three games Minnesota's gone 3 and 0 since the switch and Rudy's just beaming right now. He's just loving it that 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 his genius sort of like flipping of the ends now. I don't think it's quite genius. <laughs> but Chad, Chad, the second halves, the second halves have been better. The fourth quarters okay. have been better. Let's pause on that cuz I, I want to pick up on that cuz I I don't think it's case closed yet, but you're right. The data of late, they have been better. There's no doubt about it. Jim Pete is with us. If you have a text question or comment about the Wolves for Jim, text away right now. 651-461-9226. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 22 past the hour of one. Jason will be with us in about 15 minutes. Jim Pete, his regular appearance here. I, I get what you're saying about Gobert's been pushing this. I just I just think back to all my years calling and just observing this for a long time, that when you have these long seasons like basketball 82 or uh, basketball 82 and baseball 162, there's like a two- or three-game stretch where we found the solution, you know, where, where it's <laughs> this particular area, and it's like another game, it goes the other way. It's like, okay, that's, that's done. Because – this, this I, I could make the argument that this team's calling card is defense, right? And so mm-hmm. if you can have Finch right there and he's helping calling out where Gobert should go and out Jaden uh, is guarding somebody, I would say this. I want to see the Wolves somewhere in the next month play a fourth quarter and it's starting to slip away and it's against a better team. It's not against a Portland, okay? And they're real a little bit. And then if they come back, settle themselves down, and they're in front of their bench, and the play calling's working, my buy-in's just going to be a little higher. Because I still, if, I put out a tweet the other day, by the way, saying, people who are just worried over and over again, this is going to end up bad, just knock it off. Enjoy the run. I mean, they're, they're not a, they not only have a great record, they're a really fun team to watch. But you can also say, Hey, here are some concerns. I just want to see them face this fourth quarter challenge a few more times and have regular season success because you know a lot better than me how hard those fourth quarters are in a competitive game in the playoffs against another great team. You know, Rudy's thing is that um, he's such a great communicator, and he is. And you, you've seen him during the course of his time here in Minnesota and in Utah where he is basically quarterback in the defense because he's playing center field. He's sitting out there. And he's telling guys, and he's so he's so vocal, and he's so intentional with his uh, communication with guys. And so his basic tenet, he's telling the coaches, he's like, "Look, I'll quarterback the defense. Don't like, don't worry about that. I'll be I'll be talking to the guys on that end of the floor, on the other end of the floor." He goes, "You guys handle the offense, <laughs> you know." And it's also really, I mean, Ruby's saying it's it's about the vibes of having the guys. Like it's a it's a motivational thing like when they're down there on offense and, and the, his bench guys are down there and they're supporting each other and stuff and the way that they do with the way that they're vocal this is a pretty tight-knit group you know and so 
when guys make shots. You see Ant when he was – I mean, you were right there. I mean, it was right on your side of the floor when Ant was banking yeah. those shots in and making those shots and the way that right. he was pointing back at the bench. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chad, that, that is great energy. And so I, mm-hmm. I can see Rudy's yep. point. Rudy's saying, like, look, I'll communicate to defense. You guys handle the offense, and we're going to win games. Okay, here's this question. So Ant is their best player. We all agree. But who is their most essential player? Is is it still Ant, or is Rudy potentially the most essential player? Or, you know, I had Finch on here a couple weeks ago, and he was making the argument that Conley might be their most essential player. What what, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, Mike is Mike is such a, a locker room one on one handle issues as they come up individually like he's like another coach on the bench that can get the guys but he's actually out on the floor too and so mike is one of those point guards that you know what's so essential is to be able to especially as a point guard you know to be able to identify things that could happen especially like during timeouts think about uh like you know when Flip would be on the sideline and, and he'd call, you know, the point, whatever point guard, whether it's, you know, Trump Brandon, Sam Cassell, whatever, and they would have their little con- their little consultation or whatever, right? Well, Mike is mm-hmm. doing that on the floor with players, and so he doesn't yell at guys or tell guys what to do after a bad thing happened. He's telling, it, he's telling them what's good could happen before it happens and guard against it so that it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, that's a very underrated thing. Think about that. I mean, like, so he's got, he's got the, the depth of knowledge and the experience that he's been through all these battles before. He knows the things that in time, time and score, situational basketball, like the things that, they, that is, are most important. So the more that he can communicate that stuff on the court, I think it translates. But to your point, like, I, think, I think Rudy could be absolutely essential. I think that Nikhil has been essential. I think it's probably between Mike, Rudy, and Nikhil for me. Because Nikhil has now become an invaluable player because when Jaden – has his moments, you know, when Jaden has his moments where he's either mm-hmm. not locked in or he's making mistakes <clears throat> yep. and he does something stupid. Um, you can like put Nikhil in and you, and you don't, yeah. Like, I mean, it, here in Portland, I mean, like Jaden was awful in the game. Nikhil comes yep. in and he has four threes in the fourth quarter. And he's been doing that all season long too, by the way. So, and his defensive versatility, because he's got that great length, that he's probably better on guards. Like he's better, he's better suited to guards, yes. the quicker, the faster guards. Yeah. Than, sure. than someone like, like, like you know, uh, Paul George, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah, Jay, exactly. I think Jaden, I see, I think that's differentiation. I think, I think Nikhil is really our lockdown for guards. And we put Jaden on guards, I don't think it else goes well. You know, I think Jaden gets smoked by some of these really quick guards. Like, he, like he was, although say, <clears throat> and nobody's really ultra quick on the Clippers, <clears throat> but Jaden's defense, and I know Kawhi's, not as much as maybe just his pure strength wore him out. But man, Jaden had some defensive moments on, on Monday in L.A. where it was really, really impressive. Let me get to a couple of points before I run out of time. So Pat Bev, noted journalist Pat Bev, basically broke the story or seemingly was breaking the story a few days back that Marcus Morris was going to join the Wolves. I'm blah on that. I am meh. I, I think he's cooked. I think he's a ball stopper. Now, is he a tough guy? Could he give the guys a little bit of a different presence that way? But would Marcus Morris joining this team in a week or two, would that do anything for you? No. He's not going to play anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm, not, 
I'm not on that on that bandwagon. I don't think it's uh, I don't think Marcus Demorse is going to move the needle for me. I I think that that only I think it could disrupt chemistry in a way that bringing in Monte Morris does not. You know, Monte Morris comes in and solidifies a backup point guard situation. Not to, you know, I don't want to move J-Mac out of the way. I don't want to discount J-Mac's service and what he's done and what he can do. Uh, but but Monte just gives you another bona fide player in a way that that improves your team with Marcus Morris. Now you got to, you know, massage the Kyle thing. Like what, like, what does that mean for Kyle? Does that mean Kyle's out? Does that mean Kyle's minutes are diminished? Does that mean Kyle's not going to play in game situations? So I don't know. Kyle's been too important, Chad. I'm not, I'm not on the bandwagon of, of like, you know, I know people were looking forward to Kyle being perhaps moved, but I was not on that bandwagon at all. Kyle's been so good. And I think that, to, and Finch made this point after the Portland game that sometimes when, you know, guys, when the trade deadline goes by, guys feel better. That's one of the reasons why Kyle's playing better. I would say this, and I'll let you go. Uh, if they add somebody, and it's not like, you know, uh, Steph's going to be out there all of a sudden. But So so the guy's going to be flawed. If they can have somebody who's just a pure shooter, which is what we've talked about a lot, and mm-hmm. maybe they play, maybe they're more situational person, just to have some other weapon for the different circumstances out there. Sure, you'd love to have a guy who's such a shoot uh, is a shooter and is such a well-rounded player. You could play him 15, 20 minutes. I just don't see that person becoming available at the buyout market. No, but if it's no. a specialty situation on a night when your offense is giving you nothing, or late in quarters, late in games, unique situations, I still think they really could use that type of player, like Evan Fournier. Yeah. I mean, I'd look at him. You know, I don't know. I don't know how much is left, but that he's, type of guy. He's one of the guys. We, I mean, we were just we were just looking at that list of guys. I'm just I don't know any. I haven't talked to Tim. I haven't talked to Finchie about any of this. Like I I haven't said anything about anybody but the buyout market. But I'm just saying, like to me, like Evan Fournier has always played good against us. He's always I've always really kind of enjoyed his game, and the fact that he's um, he's a Rudy crony too. He's on Rudy's you know French national yep. team, and there's right. that connection. So I don't know. I just that's like when you're talking about that kind of player, and I agree with you. Um, the only thing for Evan Fournier is I don't think he thinks he's done yet, and I think that if he comes to Minnesota and then doesn't play, it's just another situation where he doesn't play. So I'm not sure this would be a good fit for him. Do you know what well, I mean? Well, another like, guy so... you could smoke cigarettes with too. I mean, all every French guy <laughs> smokes cigarettes, so you know you could go back there at halftime, <laughs> a couple smokes. Hey, how many times uh, have you been back at uh, at crypto since? since you were calling games. How many times have you been Zero. Back in that building? That was the first time. Yeah, that it brought back a, yeah, a lot of memories, hey, uh, a lot of fun. Any, what, do you think this team has any um, similarities to that 0304 team since we're talking about 20, I mean, it's 20 years ago, and we're talking about 0304 to 2324. Do you think that this – I think that I, team – I, I think, think people this, forget. I think this team is better. I think this team is better than that team. I'll, by, well, I I'll think this is, this is a deep – deeper team i would say this. for sure <clears throat> this team doesn't have kevin garnett though okay and as, as great as ant is i still think i think kevin might have been better in 03 as far as that team went in 03 when his second best player was troy hudson i mean come on yeah. but yeah. kg was orchestrating the offense so much and his defensive versatility was so peak so that i think we forget how good they were defensively because you know irvin was good defense player 
Uh, obviously, Trenton was a good defensive player. Um, offensively, I think they were more consistent than these guys. But I look at it and I think these guys should be more explosive. Because, I mean, just having Ant and Cat and some of the, the, the other guys. But when you had Cassell, Sprewell, KG, the role Freddie could play uh, spreading the floor, I think that group offensively most nights – was more consistent than this team because we've talked about a lot as talented as these guys are. Where are they still in points in the league? Aren't they still like fifteenth, sixteenth in points? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Their their offensive efficiency is still is still middling. So I mean, it's yeah. it's the offensive efficiency coming into the Portland game was was eighteenth in the league, but it's I think yeah. it's probably maybe gotten gotten one step better. But like to your point, offensive rating for Minnesota back in 0304, they were third in the league behind Atlanta and in, yeah. in the Supersonics. And they yeah. and defensively, I mean, they they were also top five. They were they were fifth in the league. So they were they were third offensively, fifth defensively. They were top five That's in both lot. those categories and they were number one in, in net rating. They were number one in net yeah. rating, even better than the Spurs. So Interesting. I got to fly, okay. sir. I'll uh, I'll okay, be uh, watching you tonight. We'll uh, talk soon. Okay. Thanks, Jets. Yep. Jim Pete with Michael Grady on Bally Sports North tonight. Jason is next here on CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.